I've been doing some research. Do tell. About vacationing. Because I'm strained. I wanna I wanna go. I wanna go somewhere and I wanna go now. I wanna get out of town for a weekend and say, hey oh hey. I wanna go to the beach. I wanna be on the sand. I wanna see the sun. I don't see the sun. <laughs> I'm not allowed to see the sun. <laughs> I don't want to go to the beach. I, I have want no to go custody over the sun. I want to go bodyboarding. I have no way to get to the beach. <laughs> Send me to the beach. Please mail me. Please. I want to go. To the <laughs> I want to go to the surf and sun. So you look at a podcast oh. with Michael Macarola. I have coronavirus now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for spreading. Yeah, I finished my coffee already. I haven't even taken a sip. It's too scalding. How about you take a sip and I'll tell you what the news are. Sure. How about you grab a sip and... These... Cur- these How about you shut really- the fuck up? Go. How about you shut the fuck up? Go. That's, that's Wario would say. So, um... One of these, I'm sure you heard about this story. Hear about Mario Strikers coming out? Yeah, I love that shit. I want that. <laughs> I want that shit. I want that real bad. <laughs> trying to distract you. I want that real bad. What's going on with this? I don't know. What's happening? Do there we go. News? I just needed to fucking change that. This coffee's scalding. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have my coffee hot. Like Brewster. <laughs> um, so, Mike, you heard about... Uh, the nice little thing, Diddy, that happened with Mona Lisa. I did. Potato Mo- Smasher. No, it was cake. Was it cake? It I was thought cake. It was, I thought it was mashed potatoes. It was cake. But yeah, I heard about it. Thankfully, there's like a plex- There's like a bulletproof screen. Yeah. Well, uh, I had to... I was When it happened, we were talking about it at work, and they were like, oh my god, like, how did that happen? Like, that's crazy. Like, they ruined the Mona Lisa. Like... Mm. No, like, you realize yeah. all of that shit has glass in front of it. Like, yeah. there's no way they would leave it just open and exposed yeah. to every fucking person walking by. I don't know. I no. just thought it was funny that they thought it was just, like, in actually my, In my very rare amount of uh, curation knowledge, like, anything that's over a certain threshold of money, they don't just, like, let out sit. Yeah. And, you know, because they have that rope, but they know well that, I- like... You, you can, can just, throw beyond If the you rope. really hated the artwork <laughs> and wanted to be like a criminal, you could kill it or whatever. Yeah. Slash it dash. You could you could do a lot of things. Yeah. Within the span of time it would take them to tackle you. Yeah. And especially the fucking like most expensive piece of artwork in the history of humanity. Like overrated. I mean, I know, but like No, yes. But, I, but you're, you're not wrong. But I, I agree <laughs> that I still say it's overrated. I, I, I know, but like, yeah, I it's you know, they're not going to not protect it. They like, it's millions of dollars. For, to me, it's so overrated. I don't even think I'd care to visit it if I was there. My my thing with it is, like, I don't know. I for, I really forget the historical context of, like, why it's so important besides it being Da Vinci. 
I think it's just the fact that it's Da Vinci and then the side thing of people trying to tell whether it's smiling or not smiling. Yeah. Which I don't really care. (laughs) I I mean, like... It it means nothing more to me. The guy's a fucking genius. Like, something like that was not done at that time, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, it's important for that reason, but still. Um, So this person dressed up as an old woman in a wheelchair to get within proximity, which also I don't know if that was necessary, you know? I think because people have sympathy. So like in that way. Oh, so they would let they would let be like, oh, she can't see over people, so we have to like get her to the front. Because in that situation, like there's so many people looking at that piece of art every single day. Yeah, that it's probably impossible to get to, to get like, to the, the front. front of yeah, of it. yeah, that's okay. Like I, I tried to see Starry Night at the MoMA, and it was just nearly impossible. Okay, so that's that's probably actually very true. Mm-hmm. And then also, I'm sure I'm I'm sure I. I'm sure that the wheelchair or whatever situation, I don't know if, they, they, if the guy had a blanket over him or something, like old women do in wheelchairs sometimes <laughs> when they're cold, a little bit chilly. You don't know how cold the temperatures they oh, got like to keep that place to, in. To house the cake? Yeah, no, but like, yeah, just an area to, to hide it so that you're, when you're coming up. Maybe sitting on it. Cake by the ocean. Yeah. Is that what that means? Cake by the ocean? Does cake mean sex or just, I think it's it's sexual. Just, does it just mean ass? I mean, cake means ass. Okay, so cake, but, so like I got some ass by the ocean is what the song but is. But I think it's also, it cake in the literal sense, like you got cake is like you got ass. But also in that context, in I think liter- it's just another <laughs> Im- euphemism for just sex in general. In the literal sense. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the literal <laughs> sense, cake you is have ass. Cake. <laughs> you have cake. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's just within that context, though. It's still sex. I don't know. Did he have a motive, this guy? Was he French? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. He's British. Th- They're going to restart the war. I think it was something like, it, it was something completely unrelated to the painting, I think. Yeah. He then proceeds to smear cake on the glass and throws roses everywhere, all before being tackled by security. Um, and all he said was, think of the earth. Um, there are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this. He said, without explaining why it should make Da Vinci's masterpiece a target. Okay. I think it was him trying to make some rand, like it's, it's like, um, like a gopher broke, like last ditch effort to just make a name, like to, to be noticed in any regard. I think he, yeah, he's like, I want to be an activist. How do I become an activist for the planet? I have to fake destroy this. <laughs> no, it is demo. Me. <laughs> It's that. I mean, See me. Yeah, I mean, like, what? I mean, I don't know. He's like, we shouldn't care about art because they're, <laughs> the planet's dying. But this is my art from form. What, from what you said, like, he's not anti-art. He literally was just like, I'm trying to make a statement. Yeah. So and that people notice that people, like, he literally was like, artists care about the planet. And you know for a fact that that's his version of his artwork. That's like, that. That whole uh, system, yeah. The the performance was just like his. This is my art form to put more awareness to the. Art. I don't know if I really have experienced a lot of art, um, performance art. Like I've I witnessed that one, um, there was that one woman who was doing something at the MoMA, where you would like sit across from her, uh-huh. and she was completely naked, okay, and like, you had to stare in her eyes, 
and you could stare in her eyes as long as you wanted to, but if you were going to sit in that chair, you had to, like, look her directly in the eyes. Okay. And it was more, like, and, like, people would go and, like, cry, like, completely break down and be, like, in, like, in, like, a I had a human connection with this person kind of, like, real way. Yeah. That's, like, the only performance art that I was, like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Uh The rest is usually just, like, I'm in a box. (laughs) What does this box mean? Perceive me in a box. (laughs) Please. You can see through one side and not the other. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at me from my right side, I'm made of robot parts. Go to the corner of a box and see how distorted I look looking <laughs> in that box. <laughs> this side's a warped mirror. And this side, I sound like, um, what's his name? Does the old box look like it's getting smaller? It feels like it's getting smaller. <laughs> my go-to. Is anyone else feeling a little hot right now? <laughs> I love how my go-to pretentious art voice is the guy who did the Star Wars video. It's yeah, like yeah, Star I know. Star Wars guide for, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't, I don't know what this guy does. I don't know his deal. I don't know what's happening to him. Yeah. But, you know, this guy's clearly You've happening. You've been to La Louvre. Huh? You've been to the Louvre, I think, right? You've said you've been. Have I? Have I you probably been to have. Paris? You've I've said you've been to, to Paris. Paris? Yeah. No. No. Oh, then never mind. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I you don't went think to so. London and you went to Italy, right? You I went le- to Rome. I went to Rome. I, I went to Rome. I went to London, and then I went to, uh, Copenhagen to Denmark. Oh, that's cool. You didn't tell me you went to Copenhagen. That was all on the same trip. How yeah. is Copenhagen? I have such little memory because i was like nine uh i'm interested in copenhagen the only thing that i remember of copenhagen if i'm remembering this because like they all it's so funny the way that your memory works as a kid trying to think back to it now they all kind of blended together yeah and like using contextual things i can kind of piece together which one was where yeah so like very clearly we were there on star wars day on may 5th or may 4th i mean yeah i know i'm sorry (laughs) on may 4th and uh, there were stormtroopers on the tops of the buildings by the London Eye. So I'm like, okay, that is where I associate That's cool. where I was in London, being lost in the Colosseum yeah. or having like this amazing pasta dish that we had like three days in a row when we were in Italy. Definitely not in Copenhagen. No, but Copenhagen, the only thing I remember is going to my uncle's apartment and my, my, I mean, he wasn't even like, he's not even blood related, but like. Uh, he hid my grandma during the war, wow. and so he's like our uncle. Yeah. Um, and we went to his place and just like chilled there. And I think I remember like Stone. Is he Danish? I w- I or don't. not Danish. Polish. Is it Danish? What do you mean? Like, is he from like Denmark? Um, I believe he is. Or he just moved there. I don't know because okay. I think he's from Poland. Okay. I think he is because my grandma is from Poland. Right. And she was like six, seven, Damn. maybe eight or something like that. I don't know. She wasn't that old. That's crazy. And like they would have killed her. So that's yeah. why they hit her because she was too young to work. So. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And oh, so they would have killed her. And so he hid her in his oh. place for fucking, you know, the duration. Yeah. That's fucking awful. Um, I don't think it was for the whole time of it, too. It was, like, towards the end-ish. Like, I think it was, like, less than a year that she hit, which is still, I mean, a, a long time, but, but still, yeah. still a long time or something. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, no, this is the guy that would, like, he was oddly, like, very involved in my life, but also not involved in my life at all because uh, we only referred to him as Uncle Kuba. 
Um, he is none of, none of our uncles. My mm. aunt, my mom refers to him as Uncle Kuba, like because yeah. that technically non blood related, non marriage related, just uncle. Like I have, yeah, I have a, I exactly have a, I have dozens. Of but uncles. to me, that would technically mean great uncle or something like that or oh. whatever. But it's literally no matter who, it's yeah. uncle. I mean, like my my dad's uncle Frank, who's my my grandpa's brother. I call him Uncle Frank. Yeah, I'm not gonna call him Great Uncle Frank. Yeah, exactly. I, and Sandy's a different case scenario. Grunkle, you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do grunkle. I grunkle. Should, if he would, if he would be aware of nerd culture, I uh, yeah, like yeah, I would, Th- that'd be totally really funny. Um, but yeah, with like and with Sandy, I don't call her great aunt Sandy. I mean, but also I just call her Sandy because she's my boss. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but still, um, that's cool. But uh, yeah, and then like he would send me like on my birthdays, he would send me and my brother money, and like he's got to be so amazing though to be like. Because of my actions, there's a whole bloodline that exists. Yeah. And, you know, that's just beautiful. It's crazy, actually, yeah. to think about that. And then I think he was, like, old as fuck when he died, too. He was, like, 97 or something or Good 96. Uh, and he was, like, of the generation that hid money all over his apartment. Okay. So my my aunt and my mom and I think my grandma all took a trip back to there when he passed away to, like, collect his shit. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, like, I think there was just, like, money in couch cushions, <laughs> like, money under his mattress. There was, like, there was, like, upwards of, like, 30, 40,000 U.S. dollars worth That's of money nuts. in his apartment, not including his bank accounts that he yeah. actually had, but he just didn't trust them. <laughs> uh, so. That's so funny. Yeah. But, um. Damn. This made me think of, uh, I just watched a video recently, even though it's completely unrelated to this Mona Lisa thing, but mm. I thought it was like another thing that someone just randomly did for attention. Mm. I saw a video, a guy purposefully drove through the police, a police station front entrance. Just to say hi. No, <laughs> his, <laughs> I wish Yeah, his son had been put into like, into like a County jail <laughs> For a drug charge, and his dad thought it was wrongfully done and was mad. And he was the son out at that point, or in no? The jail, he was so. in the jail. He was That's in jail. So and the dad, you, it's you see the security footage, and he just like gets in the car, it's parked, and then he starts pulling around, does a like, basically like a one eighty, and just plat like slams on the gas and just goes right through the entrance and then gets out of the car and sits behind like next to one of his back tires with his hands behind his head <laughs> what the fuck because he knew he was like all right and then the cop gets out there after hearing this crash and he's like what and he's like yeah i um i drove through your front entrance i did it on my own volition on purpose uh, i'm just really pissed off right now cuz you have my son uh, for a drug charge <laughs> and, and i want to uh, go to jail with him too <laughs> and I, it was just marijuana and he smokes marijuana every so often i don't do it but you know it's really not that serious and i don't think you, he should be in jail and i got my hands behind my head and <laughs> i drove through your front entrance why can't i mean like you can't just go to the police station and talk to the police officers and be like Oh, maybe I know you can't. I know this isn't gonna work. Yeah, this is America, but whatever. I like you know. But like it, like like that. <laughs> I'm gonna action, commit a crime. Like that action is going to make anything better. Like it's, exactly, it's, it's just, just going not, to make your life worse. It's just not. It, it's. I don't want to get into too much of this conversation, but it's such a like dude response. Yeah, such a man response. It's like I'm gonna fucking destroy the yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> like, I'm going fucking through it. Yeah, um, it's like something is innately stupid about men. 
And like, just thinks, I think the best course of action is to destroy the police station. Let me just drive through here. My son was arrested, so I'm going to overthrow the government. And, <laughs> and this isn't going to benefit or hurt him in any way. It's only going to hurt me. Of <laughs> oh, the son? Yeah, I don't know. It well, will, it, it doesn't not. even it it doesn't even negatively affect the son. It doesn't yeah, do right. anything for the son. It literally just puts the father in a situation where now he's arrested. It might help him because it'd be like, you grew up in a crazy house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can plead insanity to this drug charge that we're. <laughs> Really is just a fine and maybe three days in jail. <laughs> if you just claim that you have deep seated trauma, yeah. you probably could just get court made at the whatever. And uh, just... Yeah, yeah, community service, <laughs> community service and therapy. For um, sure. but the cop, you hear the cop on there and like his body cam, and he's like, "I'm just trying to wrap my head around this right now," because <laughs> yeah. the guy, the driver, was like, "The dad is just like, like, are you good?" And he's like, "I'm like." I, I guess I just don't understand. I don't get this. Why did you drive through? He's like, well, cause I'm just mad. All right. I just drove through it and I know I shouldn't have done it, but I just, I did it. And he's like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and like, it's so funny trying to see the cop like make connections in his mind of yeah. why the fuck that this guy thought that this would do anything except fucking no, cause him to be arrested. A, it's just a guy who doesn't understand how to deal with his emotions. That's and... a spicy I don't know if it's a spicy. I don't know. Uh, I think it's kind of, oh, Ben, you're pulling me. You're pulling me. You're pulling me down. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I forget what I was going to say. Can we just have a little... No, that's terrible. <laughs> you're going to have to put that down in post. Here, Ben, put, put on like gentle claps, and we can just sit in this for a moment. Just a moment so I can think of what we're doing. Let's turn that off. Let's turn that off. Hey, Ben, I just wanted to say... Oh, my God. <laughs> ben, let's, like, stop. Let's stop doing the podcast and let's just do... Oh, my God. Let's do, like, a game show instead. Oh, in, gen man. in general. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> do you want to go to the beach? I really do. I was serious when I came up with that on the spot yeah. earlier today. I really want to do that. I, I, I want to go, go to the beach, beach so bad. My brother is at the beach right now. Or no, not nap, not right now. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning right now where he is. Yeah. But he went to the beach, you know, for his, Several hours his, his ago. Saturday day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 12 hours ago. Um, and I'm so jealous. I can't. So my brother's in Japan. I don't know if I said this on the last podcast, but. I don't know. You, I don't know if you mentioned it or not. He's been in Japan for like two weeks. Uh, he's going to be there for like another two to three, maybe four, maybe five, depending on how much money he's willing to spend and if the Japanese government opens up tourism. Yeah. Uh, but, and he's so, he's such an asshole. He was like, if, even if they don't open tourism, like, I think I'm just going to go to Iceland and then like maybe go to London and then I'll come home. Damn. And I was like, you picked the three spots that I want to go. Yeah. And you're just going to go. Sick. He's so dumb. But he's also like, what What do you want? What kind of anime you like? He oh, said, okay, he said to yeah. Me, and I said, I don't know what I want. Can you get me he a He never part? asked me that shit. I know, but you're not related to him. Oh, <laughs> no, I beg to fucking differ. Yeah, you're adopted for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I had to tell you something. A uh, very soul-crushing moment I had. What's the soul-crushing time? <sighs> I'm waiting. 
Yeah. I'm waiting for my soul to be crushed further. I'm building it. Pulverized. I'm building it. I'm already kind of chunked out. It's like a Lego. Maybe gravelly, if I will be eventually. So, I've I've been trying to write more. Yes. And do stuff. I've got some shorts I'm writing. I got a feature that I was writing. Cool. And I just watched a movie yesterday that crushed my spirit and Uh made me realize I'm writing a movie that's been done almost to the exact amount. Oh, no. Now... It's impossible, almost impossible to make a movie that just hasn't been done in some capacity or whatever. So, like, that's already understood. This is, like, almost to a T, the exact plot, and I had never seen this movie until <laughs> yesterday. And what was your, what was your, do you want to go over your, what your script was first, or do you want to go over what the movie you watched was first? I'll, Which I'll go over mine. Which I'll go over mine, <laughs> and then we can talk about how similar this okay. entire plot line is. Sure. So... Basically, what I was writing, it was a love story, but it was some sort of untraditional love story in which the two parties are on very opposite spectrums of what they feel about relationships. When Harry met It is not at all that. I love When Harry Met Sally, and this isn't that story at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's... The opening's gross, by the way. I hate the opening. I can't remember. It's been a while. He spits. I don't like spitting. What is it? He spits? Grapes. Because he, he, he had seeds in his grapes and he spit all the seeds. I can't remember that. I'm sorry. I don't I remember that it. at all. I I, re- I tried to rewatch. I was like, maybe I'll watch this movie recently. Um, and then I watched the first five minutes and I couldn't take the spitting. See, I don't think that would bother me. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, anyway, go ahead. So it would be like one person who comes into it at first, like they're like more of a relationship type person. The other person isn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, they just go by whatever, do whatever. Okay. And then it I'm was, reading into your personal life at the moment, but and it okay, was fine. <laughs> and it was going to be like the sort of blending or mixing between both of their decisions into not conforming, but like adjusting and like reevaluating their beliefs yeah. in that uh, based off of the, each other and like the like the relationship over a series of like years or whatever. And that's at its core, what it was about. The movie I watched was 500 days of summer. Oh, have you seen that movie with, um, I haven't seen it, but I, it's, uh, um, Zoe Deschanel and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I like haven't seen the movie, but like I've seen clips of it. And I know, like, the whole vibe is that it's, like, some hipster dude falls in love with, like, a red, like an alternative person. And it's not like, ex- not exactly. It's not? It, I mean, it, to an extent. it's He's actually not. He's not, like, a hipster dude. He's just, like, your average guy. Okay. Like, he, he's, like, you know, he believes in love, like, in, in loving people or in, like, loving a person. He believes in a relationship that'll, like, go on forever. He yeah. overanalyzes, like, a lot of shit. And he's just, like, that type of person. Yeah. She is doesn't believe in love doesn't believe that like true love is there that marriage is a thing just does whatever she does and like fucking has whatever relationship they meet each other and it's told like backwards like it's told from a point where they're no longer like seeing each other like that and he's like depressed and he's like reliving the 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 previous days of what led to that and there it just shows like how they're like she only expresses to be friends with him the entire time, but they like 
they have sex, they like kiss, they act like couples, hold hands, go through and do very couple like type things. And he gets mixed signals from that. And she still goes by the like, no, we're like friends. It's like, no, no, like whatever. Like we can't just be friends like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is an older movie, so I give no shits about spoiling it. But unless you want to see this fucking movie. What's it on? It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Do you want to see it? No, no, you can spoil it. I don't care. All right. Well, she ends up getting married at the end, not to him. Okay. And they end up, like, like kind of growing apart in terms of, like, that sort of relationship and seeing each other. He starts getting his fucking life together and, like, doing shit he actually wants to do versus the job he's been stuck at for the last four years. And uh, they run into each other randomly, and he sees that she has a ring on his on her finger, and he gets, like, really pissed off. Cause he's like, Oh, like you didn't believe in relationships this whole time. And now you're married. Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes to this conclusion of like, Oh, like, you know, you were right about love. Like it just randomly happened. I never thought about it. I never thought it was real. I never expected it. And it just happened for me. And now I'm married and you were right. You were just right about the wrong person. And so then at the very end, he meets like this one girl that's like a promising, you know? Okay. And all right. And that's basically the fucking movie. Oh, I mean, to a degree. Yeah. It's not how my ending in my writing I was thinking of or, like, the exact, like... What was your thesis going to be? It was basically um, almost to a... To, uh, to put it in, like, terminology that people would just get easily, it would be, like, open relationship type sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it never ends in marriage. It never ends in... Uh, the typical like nuclear family type thing it will it stays in the thing of okay they now have this common agreement that they feel more for each other than they do other people but that doesn't stop them from living a regular life of just doing whatever the fuck they want to do when they want to do it and they have that mutual understanding but the other understanding of that they kind of feel more drawn to each other than anyone else mm-hmm. on a different level and, like, that being sort of how it ends. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. But, like, also, you know, so, like, there are the distinctions, but really, it's the same <laughs> fucking movie. It's the yeah. same fucking thing, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stop writing this now. <laughs> that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it's, like, rom-coms are hard to be original in. Well, I wasn't trying. <laughs> I wasn't even going for a rom-com. I was just going for, like, a drama, oh, almost. Like, I wasn't I going know. for, like, a romantic comedy type thing. It was going to be mostly serious with, like, I guess small, like, I don't know. Relief I'm, areas. I don't know if I've ever seen a purely serious romantic movie before. Oh, I have. But usually it's... I don't know if I've liked it, if I have seen it. Usually it's, like, sad love. Like, usually know. it's something, like, the the serious love movies either never really work out or work out in a way that you wouldn't want them to. Like, it doesn't work out with the original two people getting together at the end. It's always like, you yeah. know, it doesn't work out, but that's where better people for. Like, some bullshit like that where they're like, oh, I found someone that actually fits that bill. Yeah. Or, like, Marriage Story, for instance. That's still a love story, and yeah. it's a serious one, but it just shows that, you know, the amicable relationship between the two of them at the end is what yeah the the story is right you know 
It's interesting. It's interesting. That's why I thought it was so great because it didn't, it was a love story, just not in the traditional sense where, yeah. you know, they get together at the end, they realize they actually do love each other. No, they realize they have a kid in the world that they need to co-parent and be, you know, friendly with each other and mm. that they have their own separate lives now and this is where they move forward from. Mm. I don't, it's interesting because like, I don't know, I've been in a relationship for, if you count all the years on and off for so long that I'm kind of like, there's no drama in my love life, mm-hmm. which means there's no like interesting thing to talk about. Like my relationship, I would consider be interesting, yeah, as like a just a like social dynamic, but like not the idea of like love being interesting. It's like, oh no, I, I just love this person. It's not that complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, it's just it's just whatever. Um, but it's weird how like love stories are commonly like just about the beginning or end of a relationship and not the actual maintenance of a relationship just because it's just genuinely not interesting. Yeah. And there's no stakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's funny. Just because I, I don't know. I've been, with all the stories that I've been contemplating, like I have like maybe three or four major, major projects that I'm like thinking about um, and none of them have to do with romance at all. But I'm like such a big fan of romance as like, in the media I consume. Like, that's a huge part of most of the shows that I watch. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting to me that there's, like, a disconnect between my work and my interest of what I, what I want to consume. I've just I've just found that. That is really interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like mine kind of... Mine are the same, actually, in a way. Mm-hmm. Because I've... And I guess it depends on a mood. I've been in the mood recently to only watch either something that's really, really sad or just horror movies damn i'm not there and so <laughs> I've, i'm really bummed for, for like, so I'm, I'm good i don't need i don't need it see but. my problem is that when i get bummed i only want to like go deeper into it oh i'm i'm i don't know i mean i don't i, I don't I, seek to leave it and it, that you can call that a toxic trade if you want but <laughs> i literally go way deeper into it when i know i'm sad i'm like let me feel all the sadness i mean i kind of do it too but to a certain extent, I mean, like, I, I don't know, like when I'm re- when I'm like really really bummed, I go to either New Girl or How I Met Your Mother, which are genuinely kind of sad sometimes. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother more so. I feel mm. like that's the sadder of the two. I don't know it, but um, that's when I'm really depressed and or anxious. <laughs> it's when I'm really? back at those shows. I would probably go to like because they're comfort for me because I know. I everything. would go to the op. I would go to like either a very sad movie that I know or yeah I don't know I I, maybe it's interesting because like I because they're both versions of distraction Mm -hmm. because it's like I'm I'm gonna focus on somebody else's problems yeah or I'm gonna have their life is worse than mine I'm either not gonna focus on my problems by focusing on something completely different or I'm gonna be like I feel this way, so I'm going to live in that space, but I'm gonna make sure it's someone else's problem yeah yeah (laughs) I don't know it's interesting but I also think it's interesting the way that we treat other people like sad, you know, when they're sad. Yeah. So for instance, if I have a friend of mine, that's really sad, I'm going to be like, Oh, like you're overreacting like, or not overreacting. Like you're overthinking this, like, you know, like you're great. You're doing fine. (laughs) You're like, not to, to, I know what you mean though. Uh, to take away from what, is going on but like almost uplift i'm like look you've got nothing to worry about like you are doing good you know you have this thing figured out you're doing this 
but you can't look internally at yourself and right. say that to yourself. Like you, you are so self-aware that you know that that's like accurate things to say. But yeah. I mean, well, because you can logically like, with the exception of someone who's really dealing with depression and like potentially might harm themselves, which obviously they should get help. Um, like most of the time you can probably rationalize it being like what you're going through will take time to heal from or get to get through, but you'll be fine at the end of the day. Yeah. So like as, as a third person perspective, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, they'll eventually be fine. Yeah. Get through it, buddy. I'm here for you if you need me. But if it's yourself, you're like, I have to get through this barrier. Yeah. And so there's work to be done to get to a place where I'd be okay. So you're kind of like, I'm never going to be fine. But even existential ones, too. Like, mm. n maybe not necessarily something in the physical. Like, something where you're just like, oh, I feel like I'm a failure. Yeah. You know? That's a very... Having that thought is common amongst a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't have... It doesn't really ever hold much grounds. Because it's like, by what standards are you referring to totally. yourself as a failure? You're, you're, you're considering yourself that based off your own values. Mm -hmm. So either you have the wrong set of values... Or you haven't reached a certain point in which you can accurately say that yet. You're at a point where it's not there. <laughs> right. So, And even if you do fail at something very specific, it's not like you're a dead human being. Yeah, who has you, no there are so many things in this world that we go on to do and move and whatever. So yeah. either it's not for you, you end up not liking it, you end up whatever, this isn't your passion. Yeah. Whatever the fucking numerous amount of explanations for it are. Yeah. Yet... We can't, like, at least it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, like, going, I'm being stupid right now. Like, I'm not a failure. I'm so-and-so age trying to figure this out. I'm yeah this far into a career, and I'm, like, still managing this. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Yesterday, like, yesterday, we were talking to someone specific, who I want to mention on the podcast, and they're going through it. They're going through their own specific struggles. Yeah. And, like... I was fucking, like, depressed all day. I had, like, a borderline, like, a panic attack. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so I was in my own little world of, like, whatever was happening with me. And then with the minute I'd start talking to him about what he's going through, I was I just like... <laughs> I feel better. I feel so much better than his <laughs> life is worse. <laughs> no, I was just like... I was very much in the sense of, like, you're being... You're trying to, like being the rational voice in the room. Yeah. Because that's what he wanted me to be at the time, I, yeah. I felt. And um, I wasn't just, like, offering that without... <laughs> I was doing the same thing before yeah. we met up. So, right. like, just just because, like, you have to... So it's the same thing. It's just, you, like, you get into it. People like that, and and many people get into a cycle of thinking of the same thing in a rotation, you know? It never really gets anywhere further, and it's also usually things that are out of your control. Yeah. For, for the most part. Right. And so you giving that sort of verbal acknowledgement that they're definitely self-aware of and they always, they're obviously thinking about it, but you being a secondary person to just be like, yeah, yeah like right. that's what it is. Or even to be like, this stuff's irrelevant. Don't worry about this. Yeah. <laughs> you have no, either you have no control or you don't even have, don't want to be a part of this. Uh -huh. blah, blah. Like, no, don't worry about that. This is what you have to focus on. Or maybe this is what, from what you're saying or whatever yeah. because you'd be adding more weight yeah. onto the real things that you and, actually need to care about and you know like i had a really late conversation with my girlfriend shout out shout out <laughs> <laughs> and she's you know lovely 
Um, and we were talking to shout like, out, shout, <laughs> shout out to you. The lovely She's one. away from me at the moment, which I'm not happy about. <laughs> the sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she away from you? Uh, she's visiting her brother for her uh, birthday. Um, but we were talking, and it was the same deal. It was like, what do you, you know? It's How old the, is he turning? Uh. 19. <laughs> uh, c- congratulations. <laughs> I went on vacation with you once. You probably barely know my no name. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we were talking about my career shit. And mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. We And it was like a really long conversation. And it was essentially the same deal. But like, I've had, the, I've been that role for her a billion times. Yeah. And it's just like, I you know, it's weird. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel confident that it like, yeah, this makes sense. I'm going to say this. This is, you know, based on what you're saying, this is, this would be my advice. If you get, if you're asking for advice, um, but you can't do the same with yourself. It's weird. Uh, like that there's a, there's a, really hardcore level of like confidence I have when talking about other people's problems. And even if they're the same problems that I have for myself, I can't rationalize that I have to, you know, live what I say. Yeah. It's, it's so much. Yeah. Watch Maya Angelou videos. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. She'll help you out. Do it. She will help you out. Absolutely. It's just really interesting that because it's, for it's gonna sound like harsher i guess but it's easier for you to tell that to someone and for you to be like yeah that's yeah that's what it is this than is for you sense. to listen to it yourself and yeah. be like oh oh it's just that simple huh well it really is like some it's just yes it's like it's it's com- some kind sometimes common sense or sometimes it's just a rational thought but it doesn't take into account the work that you have to put in to act on those mm-hmm. and th- sometimes that's that's like the jarring part yeah. for me most of the time it's like oh but i have to actually put in the effort to completely rewrite how i feel you know <laughs> or like like a big example is my like social anxiety which has gotten like better and worse in peaks and valleys over the past kind of you know my whole life i think it's pretty good i think it's getting a lot better in certain aspects. I think it's better than mine. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to compare myself. To, to, I feel like we both got it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so. I go out into a public setting with, like, seven of, like, my friends. I'm the most silent person there. I mean, you know, same. And then usually <laughs> you're out silencing me. Yeah. So, but, but. <laughs> but still. Uh, I noticed that, like, amongst those friends, even the ones that I thought were, like, would be pretty quiet, like, I'm generally always the quietest. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's a certain, like, there, it's weird. And and shit happens to you, and it affects, like, how you actually, I don't know. A lot of people f- I, that I've talked to have social anxiety think that the pandemic will definitely, like, stunted their growth. Uh-huh. I don't really know if, I'm sure it did, but, like, I feel now <laughs> as a 24 year old that it's definitely gotten better do you think that really exposure. did i i just because and based for, on where i was in my life 
right at the end of at college, the end. then yeah, I, I do think so. But that's just a very personal. My perspective of it too, if that I saw from a lot of people, not necessarily me, but I saw a lot of people, the lack of that contact in that duration of time and like the amount of communication made you that when it finally got more and more open, you were like, oh fuck, like I missed this to it, a degree. I don't think it helped me actually like with my social anxiety, but it reinforced the idea that I had to confront it. Yeah. Because I was like very much giving into my bad habits mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So I had to, and felt the con- the harsh consequences of doing that to myself. So having that in my corner being like, I know what it's like if I give in to this bullshit completely. So I have to fight it to a certain extent and like put myself out there mm-hmm. and make friends, yeah. <laughs> which is hard. I'm very proud of you. You have a, like a whole new little group of friends, with, which is awesome. It's funny too because uh, a lot of them are because, of course, they con they made the interaction with me first. Yeah, extroverts that's, are weird people. That's right? generally how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and I guess when once I become comfortable with someone, I'm yeah. I'm perfectly fine. Totally. And also, even with these people that I'm already comfortable with, but like I'll go out and like the past like. I don't know, two, three weeks that I've gone out with any of them at any time. Mm-hmm. I always, if it's a group, if it's like a one-on-one thing with someone, I'm like, for some reason, fine. Yeah. But in a group setting, I leave early every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like the first one gone within like an hour. Okay. And I sometimes feel bad about that because I'm just like, oh, like, I don't want them to like hate yeah. me for being like, oh, he never, he'll come by and then he leaves after like 40 minutes. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> no, I, I know you get it, but. I and, left a party at Joe's 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's, that's different though. That's different because it's ju- like. It was a big party. I didn't it, like it, it. It was. It's a lot of people you maybe aren't close with. and Love you, Joe. Happy birthday. But it's also. Not, not birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it depends too because like. I have no, I actually like genuinely wouldn't give a fuck if I did that to you guys just because of how long but I've that, known that, you. That's a different situation. It's a different situation, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Like the Joe thing, different situation. Yeah. Because I could do that easily to anyone else, wouldn't care at all. Yeah. I could show up and then leave 10 minutes later and be like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. But with them, because they're such newer friends, and even though we are very close already in that small time, I still am like, oh, I hope they don't. Because, like, you guys know me like that and, like, know if I'm to go anywhere, like, whatever. But I – and they've reassured me that, like, yeah, we don't care. Mm. But it's still that sort of thing. Like, do they care, though? Well, I don't think they care. Like, they're not, like, mad at you. It's more just, like, I think they they probably all think you're cool. And they're like, oh, we want to hang out with Ben, but Mm. he's gone. Like, that's maybe the extent that they're upset. Yeah. But that's that's the only reason, and that's a good reason for someone to be upset with you. And my problem isn't social anxiety with it either. Mm. I just feel like an overwhelming sense, and, and I already told my like, I already am very aware that it's not an accurate statement whatsoever, but I just feel like I am, like, not wanted at a place, even when I'm physically, verbally invited. That's social anxiety, Ben. Yeah. That's okay. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Because I, I never feel like I, I felt like, like felt yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, for me personally, that's how it feels for sure. Okay. It's, because it's irrationally thinking that people in a room don't want you just there. Just don't 
like that you don't belong in a space. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been. It's basically been that, or that yeah. I've been like, oh, they're just inviting me to be nice, and they're like, or to like be including yeah. or whatever. Which I know is these people are not people that would just do that. They definitely would not invite you if they didn't like you. Yeah, but. It's like, so I can't escape the feeling sometimes. And then I'll just be like, <laughs> I'll be sitting there and I'll finish my, my drink like before everyone else. I'm like, all right, well, I got to get home and do work. And then I come home and I fucking watch a video <laughs> and I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the thing that's, it's helped me a lot. I don't know why, but like the whole like trying to like just put myself in a space and just exist in it. <laughs> like for a long time my apartment dynamics are a little were a little weird like we all really like each other and we all really get along and there's been like no problems mm -hmm. but we all have some level of social anxiety <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I love that and and like my two my two other roommates were like really close friends in college so like they're fine mm -hmm. but like what i and when, when, when you enter the mix, when I enter the mix, it's it's a little weird, and only because we just don't know each other that well. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, should we just be hanging out? Should we be like really trying to get to know each other in this moment? Or like, it, I think because there's a potential expectation that we should be doing something. Yeah, or like, should I be asking them about their childhood? <laughs> <laughs> should I know more about them? Exactly. Did you like, like to swim when you were seven? And because, <laughs> yeah. And it's like sometimes, and, and a lot of times like over the past, like, I don't know, 10 months or not 10 months, like nine months or whatever, I've been living there with them. We've like organically gotten to know each other and therefore it, it's been gotten, it's gotten easier and easier mm -hmm. on in that front. But sometimes like, I'm just hanging out in the living room and I'm like, you know, very in my corner and like doing something, but I'm like purposefully trying to not hide in my room because mm -hmm. I just want to be like, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm hiding <laughs> from my own roommates who I very much like. See, I would just go in my room. I would just, be I, well, yeah, that's what I do all the time. I know. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes. It, yeah. But I'm making an active effort to be like, I'm going to be part of a public space. And most of the time, they're also feeling exactly that's the best thing about it really and the worst thing about it is that we're all hiding in our rooms being mm -hmm. like can i go to the bathroom <laughs> i'm just mix i'm just picturing like a shot of like the interior of each of your rooms on one screen yeah. and you're both like huddled over a desk like, <laughs> in your corner like don't knock well, on the door please like it's fine now but when we first started living together it's like if Trevor was in the living room watching TV. No one else goes. No, it's not that. It's uh, more just like if they were watching TV or something with like their boyfriend, I would be like, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to get something from the kitchen. I'd be like, sorry to bother you. As I like cross across the screen, they're just like, don't, there are no, why? Yeah, like, <laughs> don't wait, apologize. You live here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't have to apologize to go to the There's bathroom. one way to get to the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's no, so like, we that, don't have two hallways. We got over that you know relatively quickly but it's still like sometimes awkward but. yeah and then like if we're playing D D or something where it's like all six of us where it's like the three roommates and like all three of our like respective couple people um then we're like totally fine mm -hmm. and everyone's like excited to hang out with each other and we're all talking and stuff yeah and I so think that's a more more of a testament to it than anything yeah totally and so it's weird it's just i don't know 
And and also like I I had another experience where for I don't know what the occasion was. I went to a club with my girlfriend. Uh-huh. I don't know why we did this. I think I remember. It was for it wasn't for a birthday. But anyway, we went to a club and mm-hmm. um I I thought I was going to hate it cuz you know, I've been to clubs before and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And uh I got there and it was just a bunch of like really anxious and like a bunch of art school kids. <laughs> it was a bunch of me's. <laughs> it was just a bunch of like people who like, you know, there was a couple like confident people, more confident people. There were more like wallflowers there, but I was just like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like it's not, this is the vibe. just a couple people dancing to we're 80s all, music. We're all scared. <laughs> <laughs> we're all scared. <laughs> but David <laughs> Bowie's playing. So, I, but that like immediately eliminated my, I think that's like something I experienced at like prom too. Uh-huh. Because I didn't go there with like any expectations. I thought it was going to be the worst night of my life Mm -hmm. and I didn't go with a date. I just went to go because I thought, well, I went to go because I was forced to go because my friends forced me to go. I I don't know who forced me to. I think I know. I, who did? I feel like it was Joe. I don't know. I think it was other people. Do you think? I, I, it was just a general, like, I think most people were kind of like, cause I can see Joe being like, come on, man. Oh yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I think he, I mean, he definitely had, had a hand in it. Yeah. But, um, I went thinking I was going to hate it, and then I immediately was like, oh, I'm just dancing. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck about most of the people here. Yeah, yeah. And the people I do care about all know me and, like, are probably going to be excited to see me anyway. So, like, I don't – and why would I be – That was the best part about that, which is the fact that it's, like, closer to the end of the year – we're almost done anyway. I don't give a fuck about 80% of these fucking people in this yeah. goddamn room right now. And that might be... And a te- I will never see them again. That might be a testament to how we grew up because of, we went to such a huge school district. We didn't grow up with the expectation that, like, the people around us are going to be with us forever. Yeah. There might be more of that in, like, a smaller town where you're like, these are my people. This is where I'm from. It's like, no, like... I don't. I don't know. I didn't know sixty percent of the people who we graduated with, mm-hmm. and I vaguely knew, you know, thirty <laughs> percent on that. And then I like genuinely knew like maybe ten percent of the population of the school. Yeah. So like, there, <laughs> there's so few people that you actually give a fuck about that you're just like, I don't care. Like, I only became close. I became closer with some people that I never fucking knew in high school during college and afterwards like sure i knew i started becoming closer with people that i never even spoke to in college or in in high school so like it's just i don't know it it's weird there's a lot of people but also you know holidays in our town Mm -hmm. for at least the next like six years if you go to back to jersey for the holiday you're gonna run into everyone yeah, I mean, you're gonna go take one Chipotle run, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, here's my entire graduating class." I'm surprised I haven't seen as many people, but maybe I just don't recognize them anymore. But I don't think you go out as often, though. I guess so. Because not, not when I'm in Bridgewater. That's I, what I'm saying. Because there's I'll, nothing there. <laughs> I'll go to like, I mean, I make runs to the mall if I'm selling a pair of shoes or yeah. if I'm doing whatever. So like, I'll go there, and just in that one trip, I'll come across, or like in Somerville, I'll come across, yeah, maybe like twenty. To thirty different. I don't know. Places. I feel like I see the townies more than I see people com- coming back home from wherever they went. You know. Yeah. Well. Okay. It's a mixture of the townies and but and some people coming back. I got. I don't know if, how many townies we had. 
Uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. There are still people that I, I know just there. Yeah. Shout out to Nick. Love you, buddy. Not even, not even <laughs> them. Just like people. Yeah. Other people that I'm not friends with that I just know are there. Yeah. I mean, you're not. Yeah, totally. I don't know. It's or a, at least within the it's general. A, it's a weird relationship. I don't know. I, I know we're talking about Joe. Mm. Is he coming back to um, to Bridgewater? Or is he just coming straight to the I city? I don't know. Because I don't know. Maybe he, he's staying. He, in. he must have a place to stay. Like, yeah. maybe with Nick, I'm assuming. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I know he's going to crash either at my place or yours maybe once or twice. For, well, for the concert especially, too. Where's the concert? MetLife. Oh, okay. I think. Wait, MetLife is the baseball stadium for the Mets? Football. Oh, in the, oh, that's in um, Jersey? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's where it is. Yeah. But regardless, I'll be here anyway. Like, What, is, the, what is that called, though? The Meadowlands? Meadowlands, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's not so, a meadow. It's a swamp. I know, it's a fucking, <laughs> dude, I took a tour of that once. Of the building of the of Meadowlands, like of like on a boat, like I went on a oh, boat really? and I went through it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a surprising service that is provided. That's so funny. And was it fun? Was it interesting? It was. I remember when. Do you remember? Cause we, like... took, we took environmental science together. Uh-huh. Do you remember they were like, we shouldn't have built on this land. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I guess we're gonna sink soon. Yeah, and New York will be fine. Yeah, because it's on like because that's solid, an island. It's on solid bedrock. Yeah, but that area is like that's, fucked. Yeah, that's not. And good. and like, <laughs> I can't remember the exact things of the tour, but like they would talk about certain wildlife that comes around there, and also like maybe surrounding things. But realistically, it was just on a boat being like, and over in this direction we have more swamp, and uh, sometimes we f- see frogs. And there's an industrial district right over there. And this is where you see the sewage coming through. Um, and don't touch it, please. Nope, nope. Yeah, get Jersey, your hands out of that. Like right by <laughs> the entrance into Staten Island, specifically, not the city, because mm-hmm. the city has its like cities, like on our side, like Newark and Jersey City and all that stuff. Like yeah. the, we have industrial places, but it's not as bad as like slightly more south, like on the way to the island yeah. to Staten Island. Um, that's where all the like disgusting. It smells like rotten diapers i know area it's fucking gross yeah the fact that that even exists yeah but i guess you know gotta do what you gotta (laughs) do. yeah where where else is it going i don't know (laughs) i really don't know man we we have so much trash in this fucking world i don't know if it's trash i think it's like factories (laughs) i think it's like making okay yeah we have we have factory trash (laughs) it's making worse we have fucking chemicals being poured in everywhere yeah uh but um, so basically, the rule of thumb here is I've been trying to give less of a fuck about anything. Any decision I make, I'm just like, all right, I'll fucking make this decision in my best interest, and if it doesn't fucking work, it doesn't fucking work. I think there's a certain freedom in that, but I also think uh, you got to care about some things, you know. No, but that's part of that theology. I just to I, not give a fuck, but you you obviously have to care about something because if you didn't give a fuck about anything, you would be fucking depressed your whole fucking life and I just never do anything like there are certain things I I would I believe in that philosophy when it comes to things out of your control but uh, but do but do care about things that are in your control and some things you can pursue well yes and no you know I I I, I guess well okay yes but with a job you know job Mm -hmm. interview or or application or whatever it is there are certain people that be like oh I'm not even it's not even worth 
my application because I'm huh. like, well, well, what does it fucking matter? If it's not worth it, then you'll just not hear back from them or you'll say, they'll say no, but fucking just send it and don't, don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, totally. Or I mean, there's that, you know, you take on a job, let's say like th- I've thought about this, like where I, let's say I get, you know, a job where I don't know jack shit or the bare minimum. I'll be like, fuck it. I'll take the job. If it doesn't work out, then I don't fucking do that. Yeah. And that's it. For so sure. yes, you care about it because you want it to do well and everything. And you'll put the effort in, mm-hmm. but don't care so much where you're thinking about the worst outcome of it and you just don't do it because of that. Yeah. Just don't give a fuck, do it, and then see what happens. Yeah. And then live your fucking life like that. Give it a try. Yeah, man. Give life a try. Everyone. Words by Ben. Give life a try. Give life I'm going to make try. a new song called Give Life a Try. Um, I, w- I was trying to think of a clever way to throw in condoms so we can end the show but well we gotta just do some filming yeah so let's put a condom on that fucking camera and let's get let's get out there <laughs> they don't put the condom on the camera in porn maybe think, they do i think they do that pov shot the dick pov shot you never heard of the dick pov I, shot? no i haven't what the fuck i've not heard of it either but i thought that'd be funny would they stick a camera up someone's vagina wear a condom <laughs> <laughs> just just do it. That's All right. so weird. What the fuck? Is that I think a, a dick POV shot with a condom going on it would be sick. You know what I'm saying? To go inside? Happy day. <laughs> Have a great day.